entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French... Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It's episode 410. And it is Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. We've got a hobbled cast, down one man again, down two men, kind of. Um, filling or not One and fill- a half men. Yeah. Filling in, or is Nicholas, Brother Nicholas? Hi there, everyone. And you heard Jeff's voice, of course, earlier. Why are you looking so well? What's um, that show name? One and a half men? Oh, man. I think so. One, yeah. I think that's the name of the show. Anyways. Mm. So, Leighton is back, but not all back. Uh, so, okay, I have two, a question. Two and a half men. Two and a half men. Yeah, that, that sounds more right. I have a question for, for you guys, and maybe the, the listeners as well. You guys can write in. Am I more of a regular than Leighton? Hmm. Um... In the past two months, probably. At what point do you kick someone off? Like, do they are they no longer a regular and they're like, they're like a um a what do you call that when someone just comes a guest a guest yeah like if Lane comes back is he just a guest then for a few for a few podcasts I, mean, I think it, it we should maybe come up with some bylaws and um you have to be here three consecutive times. To be a regular. To be a regular. And you can't, if you skip twice in a row, then you go back to guest status. Ooh. Wow. Yikes. I don't even know if Leighton can meet that bar. I mean, obviously he is at guest status. Uh, maybe we can do three times in a row. Skippage. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we do have a good episode lined up. Over the weekend, I acquired some edibles. Or I acquired one edible, but it's around peanut butter, which is one of my favorite foods. Mm. Hmm. So I've got a very special gourmet peanut butter for us to sample. And the creator of this peanut butter w- would love to come on the podcast to talk about peanut butter and guacamole. He's a a, a very, as nerdy as Jeff is about Airtable, that's how much he cares about the flavors, uh, flavor pairing with peanut butter and guacamole. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Let's have him on. I wonder what his p- opinion is on peanut butter, cheese, and pickles. We can ask him. Peanut butter, cheese, and pickles. Um, so, it, go it, ahead. Is he local, or is it not local? No, he's from Texas, but he's in the area for. I'm not sure. Maybe the summer. Oh, okay. Uh, I met him at a farmer's market. So. Um, so we'll get into that when we're eating the edible a little bit more. We also have some new coffee to sample as well. Mm-hmm. And we've got some some feedback. And, yeah, I guess we'll open it up then um, to Nicholas and Jeff. You guys, what do you guys have to share on today's episode? Um, oh, actually, I never told my story about my semi. Oh, yeah. I, could, I oh, think yeah, I could do did. that. You need to do that. Uh, I don't have anything. Okay. Today. Then let's go ahead. Go ahead and tell your story, Nichols. Okay. Um, as most of you guys know, um, I drive semi for Wakarusa Heavy Equipment. Shout out to Wakarusa Heavy Equipment. If you guys need anything um, rentable to uh, equipment wise, you guys can come there and rent. It's good that you put that equipment wise clarifier in there. Yeah. Uh, skid so, loaders, excavators. 
Okay. Uh, mini excavators. We we even go up to like long reach, like do you have seventy the, foot. Do you have the little skid loaders that you stand on the back? We do. Oh, those things are so cool. Well, I've never, have you ever used one? No. They look they like just, they, they look, look like so fun, cool. but yeah. I've never used one either. Uh, I if you are a homeowner that live in like a a town, um, uh, what's that place called when you like a bunch of people like live in a not called the sack? It's called sack. Well, that's when. Th- they are. That's when the road just ends oh, okay. in a circle. Okay, well, you know what I'm talking about, like that type like, of, like, like a suburbs. suburbs. Yes, suburbs. Mm. If you live in a suburbs, a ride-on skid loader, which we call them, um, like, dingoes, So we call them. Dingoes. Dingo. They are the best thing to have, because they're like a skid loader, but they're t- they're miniature, they're tiny. Yeah, it'd be mm. perfect to go uh, pick up Leroy's poop in the backyard. Exactly. Right now, I have to carry a bucket with me. Oh. And I could just ride a little dingo. Exactly. And I could maybe even get like a a scooper where I wouldn't even have to step off the back, like a grabber. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We we have them for sale there at Walker Roost if you want to buy one. Anywho, so I drive semi and I went. Um, and you drive semi? Or did you say to deliver equipment? Yes, I deliver equipment. Yeah, sorry, I deliver. So if someone rents um, a piece Are of equipment, you freaky fast or um, for I don't know. Or are you really slow? Um, I or do you just like to cause problems that the police need to come out to resolve? Uh, that the last one. That last one. That, that's me. Um, I had to go down to South Napanee, very close to where my sister and brother in law live. No which one, is on, no one knows who that is or where they live. Yeah, on eight hundred Eric and Sadie Brookshire. Let's just give them their address while we're at it. Yeah, do you have your their social number? I no. Okay. Anywho. Um, so I went down to pick a piece of equipment up and I was driving towards 800. I think that's the road, 800. And, um, I had to take, I had, so I was on, I was, I was driving north and I had to turn right on so you were coming, you were coming back? Yes. Back with an excavator on, on the trailer. Now, okay. So this is a semi tip to all you guys that want to drive semi. The worst turns to do is if you're driving north and you want to make a right. Or, or, or if you're driving south and you want to make a right. Driving south is fine, too. I'm saying anytime you want to do a right turn. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not not just north. But <laughs> what if you're going <laughs> west and you want to make a right? That was that was bad timing. I was, I was seeing what I was doing, but every time that you're driving and you want to make a right turn, that's the hardest turn because that is that gives you the, le- the least amount of room to turn. Mm. So what you want to do is this only works sometimes because it depends how busy the road is. But you want to get on the left side of the road, all right, onto oncoming traffic mm-hmm. on the left side of the road, and then you you make sure no one's coming, and then you make your right turn. That'll give you the most amount of turning space um, to mm-hmm. make the turn because you have a long trailer and so forth. And then and then you just you for sure wait until somebody pulls up beside you so that when you start making the turn, you just drive over the front of the car. Exactly, exactly. And then it's their fault too. <clears throat> um. Okay, so so me being as um, great of a driver I am, I, I did this. I went to the left side of the road, and I was making a right-hand turn mm-hmm. onto 800. <clears throat> now, I was never there before, so this is my first time going there, right? So when I make the, the right, when I'm starting to make the right-hand turn. What do you turn, mean you were never there before? You mean you never made this turn before? Yes, yeah, sometimes. This, at this intersection? At this intersection. Sometimes if I know, you know, how the intersection is, I can sometimes stay on the right-hand side and you know make the turn without you know going to the left side. But for the most part, if I don't know the area, I, I try to give as much room as possible. Well, in this instant, I, I, I gave too much room. 
I turned too short in doing so. So if you're turning right, and by short you mean you're taking too big of a turn? Yes, I I I was going straight. I started my right hand turn and looking both ways, and I like I better start cranking this thing hard right because I'm getting really far over onto like the the past the center line. Mm-hmm. So I start cranking this thing, and my front tire hit something that was a little bit. Um, softer than pavement. Mm. And so I hit it, and instead of stopping and backing up like I should have done, I thought to myself, if I just go a little farther, maybe I'll get out. So what are you off the side of the road? Is that what you're saying? Yes. My front tire is now in the ditch. On the um, other side of the road. On the other side of the road. So I drive a little bit further, and it just sucks it in more. So I stop, and I say, this is bad. I get out. The best thing to do is stop, get out, and see what's going and on. And you forgot to set the parking brake. No, I didn't. I, oh, did, I, did oh. set, I, set, I set the parking brake. I get out, and I went to the front, and my my front axle, my steering axle, is sitting on the pavement. Oh. Like It's like the road goes this way in the ditch, and my my axle is like sitting on, on, the, on the On road. the corner of the yeah. road there. So I, I call my dispatcher, and I said, I did something stupid. He says, oh, no. What you, you do? Houston, we have a problem? I didn't, but I should have. Is his name Houston? No, his name's Luke. Oh. Um, so he said, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're gonna, I'm going to send a guy out to you with a bigger truck. I'm going to try to pull you out. He says, okay, should I call the cops? He said, yes, call the cops. Tell them that you're stuck. And by the way, so I am now blocking not just one road. I am blocking two roads. An intersection. In, in both directions. Both directions. Can I any, so, can, so Can anybody okay. turn, like, if they were going uh, a, a right-hand turn on the opposite direction of you? No, because my back end was, was over. So I literally, uh. so, so look, here's, here's the road. So my, my semi sitting right here and my trailer sitting right here. So I'm literally blocking. The whole thing. The whole thing. Now, what you could do, someone did this. They were coming, they were heading west on 800. So they they're going heading west, and my and my trailer. This, this is a field right here. Field right here. What he did is he drove. There's no ditch on this side or this side. He drove through the field, went over here, like on the inside of your truck. Yes, inside of my truck. Then turned around on on the south, which is behind me, south of me. Turned mm-hmm. around and went through the field on the on the east, on the other side. south of me. <laughs> so he just like he drove a. Uh, uh, through the field around the back of you, basically. Yes, pretty. Yes, pretty much with a truck. With a truck, with a car, I wouldn't advise that. But with a truck, I think you could do it. He did. So how much? How much traffic was coming, and were you holding up? So I, I think I held up about five vehicles, uh, maybe maybe eight. Um, but most of them either saw what's going on, and turned around, went the other way, or none of them sat there and did nothing. So I did the. Did good, anyone yell at you or give you the finger? No, no, honk. I. No, no one. Very, everyone was pretty nice about it. You know, um, I didn't look like an idiot. Um, I'm pretty sure that you, that you were on like five people's Snapchat stories. I bet I was. This moron just blocked the whole road. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I did the right thing. I called. I called the cops, not nine one one, but like the non emergency one, and I said, "Hey, I'm blocking eight hundred and six twenty five, whatever it was, street." Um, I don't know if you want to send a cop down or watch to block traffic. And they said, do you have a record? 
And I said, yes, there's a guy coming from my job that will pull me out. We don't need a wrecker. Okay. Um, okay. Sounds good. Uh, we'll send someone down there. I said, okay. Thank you. Hang out. Now I waited probably 20 minutes. No cops show up. No one shows up. Finally, this guy, a good Samaritan came. And instead of seeing me and turning around and leaving, like most people did, he asked, do you need some help? And I said, yeah, I would take some help. So I don't like Chevy or GMC, but this GMC, like uh, 2,500, hooks up to the back of my trailer. And he puts it in four-wheel drive, and we start creeping, like just slowly going. And he literally pulls me out. No way. Yes, pulls me out. Wow. And so right, right before we started pulling out, one of the guys that uh, that works with me that was bringing the truck, he came and he started blocking traffic so that he, that we could pull out. And he was kind of just watching, seeing how everything's going, you know, making sure everything's going good. Anyway, so I get backed up. He pulls me out, and I get I get back onto my onto my um to my road that I started on mm-hmm. the left side left hand side. I got there, I stopped, we checked the whole semi, made sure nothing was bent or damaged. And in doing so, at this point, the cop finally shows up. 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later. 25 at this point, probably. And he's like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, we got it pulled out. We're all good. He's like, okay. And then drives on past, never did anything, just left, whatever. And that's one thing that I want to say. The cops in, in Napanee, I'm not sure if the Napanee cop, but the cops around here, like, I've been in an accident before, not me, but I saw an accident. I called 911, and it took them a long time to get there, too. Mm-hmm. If no one is hurt, they do not care. They don't care about dot traffic. Yeah, they just they just they, yeah they just take a while to come out. Anyways, this is not finished yet. <clears throat> so I get out, we check everything, everything's good, and he's like, "All right, we we can go again." Or the the my my coworker said to me, "We we can go." You know, there's nothing damaged. So I hop back in my semi, okay, and I go to turn. I turn better this time, and so okay. So what do you do when someone helps you out? You wave and say thank you, right out yeah. the window, wave. Well, I did this, okay? I look back. I start waving at my coworker to say thanks for Your helping coworker me. coworker or the other good, the good My Samaritan. coworker. Okay. He was helping me make sure everything was okay with my semi. I wave at him. And in doing so, I'm now on the left-hand side. I just made my turn. And I start going in the ditch again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. So I crank it over. <laughs> and I, I, luckily this time, it wasn't as soft as the first time. And I got it back on the road without actually getting stuck. <laughs> but... Then, then I make my delivery. I go back to the shop, and and the so Luke tells me so. I so how did it go? Is so it okay Luke good? was is Luke the guy that came out to help you? No, it's Luke's dad. Okay, Luke's dad came out and helped me, which works at our our job as well. And Luke said, it was the, when I got back, Luke was talking to me, and Luke was like, "Yeah, so um, my dad said that you almost ran into the ditch again." I <laughs> <laughs> said, "Yeah, Luke, I did. I was waving at your dad to say thanks, and I I almost." I almost ran to the ditch again. <laughs> and he just laughed, and uh, he's like, oh, goodness gracious. So that was pretty much it. But I, I almost got stuck twice for just for waiting. That would have been hilarious. I don't know. Maybe I would have just stopped trucking altogether if that would have happened. But moral of the story is don't, don't wave and be nice. Just, just keep trucking. That's my story. All right. Well, that was, yeah. that was pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good story. Thank you. Oh, man, this coffee. <laughs> Uh, we do have some feedback too, so Jessica gonna pour the coffee, and I'll read the feedback we got. I can find it. Okay, here we go. Um, this is from Michael Yoder. He's officially 
Are you well, reading? Well, I'm going to read it. So last time we talked about uh, probably our our most popular, most talked about listener. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, this is uh, his, his answer. To answer Jeff's question, I'm okay with Micropedia. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Micropedia? Micropedia it is. Wow. We definitely, uh, I don't know how we can, I don't know, we should get a, a mug with Micropedia on it. Oh, that, that should be some of our, our merch. Yeah. Oh, our yes. first merch item. Well, oh. technically we've had merch in the past, but. so it, Okay, so so is he going with, he? how did he spell it? Mike, M-I-K-E. Mike Lopedia. Lopedia. Okay. Mike Lopedia. It's not Michael Lopedia. Mike Lopedia. It's Mike Lopedia. Mike Lopedia. Yeah. Um. I like that. That's that. That just it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it's unique. It fits mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, he also mentioned. Uh, I looked at some transcri- transcription websites such as Sounder FM, and there are some services out there that Jeff and I were talking. Jeff mentioned this. I, I don't even remember that we talked about it on the podcast, but maybe we yeah, did. I don't think we. I don't. I don't remember if we but did or not. Jeff and I were talking about. Um, some services that do, you know, I think I think we were talking about uh, transcribing episodes so that people could search them. Okay, okay. Is that something that l- you listeners would, apart from the searching, is that something that that you would find useful? And I guess even with the searching, like, do you do you care? Do you often look for certain words or phrases or topics uh, to find an episode? I, I would. There's one episode that I wish I could go back and listen to. It's the one but you where you don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is, but it's the one. <sighs> All you have to do is ask Michaelopedia, and he knows. Right, Michaelopedia, I need your help. It's the episode where Ruben goes on a motorcycle trip, and his um, foot peg falls off and hits Kyle in the leg. Oh yeah, and Layton does a um, <sighs> impression of, yes, of impression Kyle, of Kyle breathing. Yes, yes, it is the funniest thing ever. Well, so. I haven't re-listened to that one. I do. I do remember that. That yeah, was that so was funny. Quite memorable. Uh, well, we'll put in Michaelopedia on the job. <laughs> um, uh, shoot. So right, he was asking if if we would be okay with him just like doing it. Yeah. Before you do, I, I did look at our audio hosting service, and it looks like they also offer that. And so there, it might automatically, we may might be able to get it automatically without any extra work. Um, so hold off on that, Michaelopedia, for right now, and we'll look into it to see if we can make that a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And then if we can get that, making the search work on the website is pretty easy to, you know, to search. To search the, the transcriptions. Yeah. yeah. We have some coffee and an edible to get to yet. Ooh. Um, why don't we, why don't we get to the edible next? So... This is um, Joe. Oh shoot! Now I forget. I can't remember if it's Johan or Johan. I'm, I can't remember how he pronounced it. But either way, it's Johan or Johan's peanut butter. And he has different flavors, and this is the slappin' spread. Slappin' spread. Molten terra, spicy and smoky nut butter. Mm. Uh, a mild heat delight. Try it on fruit, vegetables. Burgers or just a spoon? Hmm. And well, we're going to try it on a spoon. I today. actually tried this on uh, with a taco, roast roast beef taco or shredded, mm. shredded beef taco, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Wow! And it, it would be terrific on a burger for sure. So 
everyone's got a spoon here. Um, I'm going to get a healthy, healthy, a healthy dollop there. Oops. Wow, you're going to get a lot. And they drop it on my computer. Goodness, great. Are you going to eat it? Okay. Thank you. Mmm. Mmm. Is it spicy? It's a chunky peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Like, very chunky. And really thick. Mm-hmm. Well, peanut butter is really thick. But this is like... Mmm. <clears throat> it tastes like natural peanut butter. It has that texture. Mm-hmm. It's not like super, super smooth. No. But it's incredibly flavorful. Yeah, it's not smooth. It's it's very textured. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the crunchy peanut butter where it has large, where it's smooth and kind of peanut butter bits in it. Mm-hmm. It's very fine mm-hmm. peanut butter bits. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't, it's hard to imagine this on a burger or on another food. Um, it's really good. Mm. But yeah, if you if you do want to buy it, uh, we're gonna have Johan on to to for sample of, of all of these. But if you want to go and just buy some and try it, go to guacandsquat.com. Uh, he also sells guacamole, so that that's okay. where his company name comes from. G U A C N S Q U A T dot com. So like guac and squat. Nice. He's got a cool, yeah, cool name, cool logo. That's great. It's really good. That is really good. It's, it's not spice. It's not overly spicy. Yeah, it's like just the right amount of spice. It kind of reminds spicy me of smoky. Uh, yeah, jelly, uh, like habanero uh, jelly. Mm. It's but, like a very subtle heat. Yeah, it's it's in Goshen. Is his uh, is the address? Well, my he's he's from Texas. My understanding was that he was just here for the summer. But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's staying longer. Maybe I misunderstood him. Maybe that's just where he's from, but he is staying here long term. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. There's no no need to refrigerate this either. Yeah, very specifically said, you know, just put a lid on it. And then he said, uh, I guess here's a little secret tip. Um, put the lid on and then turn it upside down. He said that kind of helps seal it, because hmm. it'll float to where you know the the opening actually. Because it's is. kind of a little bit runny. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's. I thought it was very good. Um, let's do our coffee next. Mm. <clears throat> Maybe we should end the coffee first, because now I I have a little bit of that heat in the back of my throat. Yeah, I've been tasting it a lot all along though. It's really smooth. Mm-hmm. Really good, really smooth. Um, I'm not quite sure if I'll give it a 5, but it's definitely a 4.5. Mm-hmm. It's at least, it's an easy 4. No, no question, it's an easy 4. four. <sighs> that is so smooth. It's, it is very oh, smooth. I'm going to give it a 5. Okay. I love it. Nicholas gives it a 5. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna give it a five as well. All right, five it is from Ruben. Brings it up to a four point seven. We don't have that many. I'm giving it a four. Um, man, I, I, I would give it a five, but it's not quite. I, I don't think it's quite there with the other coffees that we've rated five across the board. 
the only criticism I would have of it is that I wish there'd be a little more flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe we could just have put a little more, you know, coffee in as well to, to give it a little more flavor. It is a light roast. So that, I'm sure that's part of it. Right. Now, it is. this is the best light roast I've ever had. Wow. Light um, roast is usually, like, really acidic mm. and, like, really fruity flavored. And this is not at all. No. I can tell it wants to be fruity. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't give in. Man. Man, I, I, I'm going to give it a five. This is so good. It is very good. It's this is excellent coffee. This is the perfect coffee that you, that you sip around a campfire. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's not it's not a super strong coffee flavor. No, but it is. It's really oh, there's flavor there. It tastes like coffee, and it's just so smooth. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's a really good French press. Coffee. It's not bitter it is, at all. It is. It's not. It's not super bitter. Yeah, it, it, you're right. Wow. And, and for, for French, French press, press, this is this is that, really, that is really true. I wasn't even really factoring that in because often we kind of rate on a curve the other way, where it's maybe a little too acidic, mm-hmm. but we kind of give it a little bit of leeway because it's a French French right. press. All right, Jeff. What is the coffee? Um, well, Ruben, did you bring it? I did. Why don't you introduce okay. it for us? Uh, it was actually we bought it. My wife bought it at the same. Farmer's Market, where we met um, Johan. Okay. And it's Tether Coffee Roasters. Um, they are local here in Indiana. TetherCoffeeRoasters.com. I think there are stores... Well, I, I think there are stores in Goshen. Okay. I think so. Um, but yeah, TetherCoffeeRoasters.com. This is the... Um, man, I guess you'd call it the Omakai Thailand. Is that the... I put it in as the, I just put it in as what's on the front there. As, as Tether Coffee? Uh, no. Uh, um, Omokai, Thailand. Ben Lang Mwang Farm, Omokai, Thailand. Okay. That's what I did. Yeah, it's the light roast. So I wasn't on their website to see how you order on their website, but mm-hmm. that should be enough information to get you started. Delicious. It's very, very good. In fact, ben Lang, yeah, just search for Omkoi, Thailand. Is it Omokoi or Omkoi? Omkoi. Omkoi. O-M-K-O-I. Yeah. Um. Yeah, very good stuff. And you can just go to our website to find it. Yes. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Jeff, do you have anything else to mention before we wrap up today's episode? That's that's all that I got. All right. Obviously, we do have Fourth uh, of July coming up this weekend. We do. Oh, yeah. Um. We're planning on podcasting Tuesday. As far yeah. as I know, Layton will be back. Um, are you guys all going to be around again? I'm, I'll be around, yep. Yeah, I'll be here, probably. <clears throat> all right, so get ready for another episode. Uh, is there anything, Jeff, I know a few years ago we went to the Napanee Fireworks, mm-hmm. and you had a very interesting take. Uh, do you remember what it was, the fireworks show? Oh, boy. I just know that they're awful. Yeah. Now that you live in Elkhart, do you still tend to go to Napanee Fireworks no. or if I have any choice, <laughs> I, if I, even if I still lived in Napanee, I wouldn't go to the Napanee Fireworks. I'm pretty sure. I think the reason that we went was because uh, it was local and pretty chill, like pretty easy to get to. You know, everybody was, you know, we were hanging out. We went because it was close by. It was easy. 
But, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm almost positive that the um, Bremen fireworks already went or already, already did theirs. Possibly. They have a fireman's festival. Oh, that's probably what it was then. Yeah. They that's did, they did fireworks at the fire, fireman's oh, festival. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Sorry, Bremen. Um, <clears throat> people that live in Bremen. They scare you. Bremen's fireworks are better than Nepanese. What? Yes, they're 4th of July fireworks. And we used to go watch the fireworks in Napanee on 4th of July and come home and could see across the fields the Bremen fireworks still going. Wow. I think they started a little bit later, but still it was, it was interesting that we could always see them going after the Napanee ones. Mm. But uh, I'm actually going to an air show on Monday the 4th um, in Battle Creek. So it's supposed to be pretty good. All right. Whoa. So if you're listeners in the area, maybe you'll want to head out there. Maybe you'll meet up with Jeff. Yeah. All right, Nicholas, what's the point? Whoops. The point is tether coffee is best with French press. Number two, spicy and smoky nut butter goes great with tacos. That's all I got. What's our word of the week? Nothing about the semi? Oh, um, hold on. Um... If you drive semi, make sure you turn wide. If you drive semi, but don't turn too wide. But don't turn too wide. Or any vehicle, just also stay don't, on just stay on the road. <laughs> don't wave at people while you're driving. That's, oh, that's that's the best one. Yeah, don't wave at people when you're driving. What's our word of the week? Our uh, word of the week is Johans. Oh, <laughs> roadblock. Roadblock.